It's a new week, and I'm starting out with a new question here as we as we jump into win at work Monday. And here's my question: What's the ultimate competitive advantage for a team? Last week we we focused on talent and how how to get talent on our team. We we said it's a huge competitive advantage to have the best players. The team with the best players typically wins. We know that. But is there an ultimate competitive advantage? That's what we're going to talk about today on Chasing Greatness. Welcome to the podcast, place where we help you win at work, win at home, and ultimately win at life. And this week's going to be great as we as we focus on some things that are going to really help us. I believe some really practical stuff as we go through the week. I hope you'll download these things uh, and and pass them on, share them with your friends. Our download list is growing. We're we're so excited about that. Thanks for helping us grow the channel here. And we're just adding value, trying to add value to you with some content here. And one of the things I want to talk about this week is is how do we win at work when it comes to this ultimate competitive advantage? So I want to give it to you today. So let's let's jump in. We 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 know that there are are some cornerstones to any any great team. I mean they're they they they're, they're We'll start with just the stated fact that they win. The best teams win. There, there, there is this pursuit of results. And so if you're in a workplace where, where you don't have a focus on what it is you're trying to accomplish, you don't really have results identified that you're going after, you're, you're probably floundering around and you've got some mediocrity that's setting in and a lack of engagement, morale goes down, all this. Results are important. It's, it's really why we're a team. I mean, we're really trying to achieve something together, but that's not the ultimate competitive advantage. Uh, we talked last week about talent. It's foundational. If you got the best people, you really got a, a shot here. And and if you get good people, you, you need some skills. That would be something we could talk about. That the, the teams that skill up and they and they keep getting better. Uh, that that's that's a huge competitive advantage. But what we found is when we studied the best teams on the planet, we found that the very highest level, the the highest competitive advantage is this idea of they build community. There is a sense of belonging. There's a sense of, if I could use the word love here, there is just something that's holding them together. And it's this idea of genuine community. Now I want us to define community and I want to, I want to walk through it here with you a, a little bit. Cause I think if you're going to try to win at work this week or any week, this might be one of the missing ingredients. We, we even think this is what takes a team from being really good to the rare air of high performance where they can become dominant. They can, and when I say dominant, it's not their results. It does enhance results, and they get a lot better uh, when it comes to their results. But but there's something about their potential that just is unfulfilled if they don't have what I'm talking about today. So I'm, I want to give you something here that might be the missing ingredient in your workplace, and I, and I want to encourage you to work on this. So let me define, when I say build community, it, it, it sounds like, what, what does that even mean, to build community? We know that communities are... Uh, are are all around us wh- wherever we live, and we have neighborhoods. They kind of, you know, they're houses that make up a community. But I'm talking about the community on a team where there is there is just something about those individuals that make up that team that realize it's a it's a we deal, not a me deal. I want to be a part of something. And if you've ever been a part of a high performance team, a team that experiences the com- kind of community that I'm going to describe here today. Uh, you know you never want to be uh, in another work environment where you're not a part of that. I mean, why would you yeah, – I have people ask me before, you know, is it okay to work with your friends? And I would ask this question back. In fact, I've asked this question. Why would you not want to work with your friends? Why would you not want to work with people 
that you care about and who care about you. And so I want to I want to give you this definition here today and walk you through it. I think it'll I think it'll put some clarity to, to what we're talking about. So uh, when we say build community, it 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 is a place where f- at least four things happen. Probably a lot more than this, but let me give you four things that happen in a in a high performance community. The first one is it's a people it's a place where people know each other deeply. It, they they know their teammates and they are known by their teammates. And so I just would pause here for a second and ask you, how well do you know the people that you work with? If you really don't know them outside of work, uh, you are leaving so much great joy and I mean, camaraderie, engagement, all kind of great stuff can happen. Now you may be thinking, well, Randy, you don't know who I work with. I work with some people. I I, I actually know them better than I'd like to. I, I re- really wish I didn't, you know, know some of the things that I know about them. And there's just something about, honestly, when we get to a point where we can, can know that other person and still care about them and we can let them know us because none of us are perfect. None of us are, at a place where, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're all that, so to speak. And so I want to encourage you today to find one person on your team and get to know them, listen to their story, not just their work story from the last couple of weeks, but what, what's their story of origin? Where do they grow up? Do they have brothers and sisters? What were some of the challenges they faced uh, when they were kids? What were some of the opportunities they had? What were some of the things that motivated them? You just start to listen to each other and you start to share some of those things uh, with the people you work with, you'll be surprised at how much your appreciation for that person grows. When we listen to a person's story and we understand where they come from, came from, it just becomes a a powerful community builder. So that's one thing we 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 know each other deeply. Here's another one: we serve each other unconditionally. We we say all the time that leaders that we want to follow, they always think others first. Well, teams that that have this servant mindset, they they're there not just to um, you know what can the team do for me, but but how can I serve the people on the team? And so we would say it this way: we we want to be a part of something where we can serve and be served. Now, I think it's important to talk about both, but let's start with let's let's be leaders who serve others. Uh, I, I like the idea of adding value to the people that I'm with. When I get with a person, if I if I'm if I'm constantly thinking about how can I add value to this person rather than extract value from them, it, it's going to help me uh, build community. Yes, but it's also going to help me be a better leader. It's gonna it's gonna make me somebody that's more fun to be around. You ever been around somebody who who just what can what can you do for me kind of mindset and and that's no fun. And so we wanna we wanna have this. Um, mindset where we are serving someone unconditionally. In other words, we don't we don't expect anything in return. Now, I I, I said let me speak to both sides because we want to serve, but we also need to be served. And while we serve unconditionally, we also need to allow others to serve us. And for some of you, that might be uh, really why you needed to hear this today. Is 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 that you you show up. And so many of you just have this mindset: I want to help others, and I want to I want to be a servant to people. But if you never let anybody serve you, uh, that might actually, in a way, be self-serving. It, it, it's it's you you want to have all the joy for serving others, but you don't want anybody else to do anything for you. I, I I've been around people before. It's just like you you never can do anything for them. They they, they just won't receive it. And so, uh, I think it's important for us to if we're going to have a a high performance team, if we're going to win at work, yes, we want to know each other, but w- but we've got to get to a point where we can serve each other. Now, the default is going to always be 
let somebody else serve me. That and that's not good. I want to. I mean, we've got to start. Let's lead out with serving unconditionally. But um, but if we're if we're not aware of the fact that we're we're you know we're all selfish, right? We're all self absorbed if we're, if we're not careful. We're we're going to need to remind ourselves of that often that, that I've got to serve. If I'm if I'm thinking others first, if I'm thinking about somebody else, if I'm adding value to them. I'm I'm actually not thinking about myself as much, and so that's one antidote to that. If we, if especially if we struggle, but for others of you, again, got to let other people serve you. If you're really going to be a high performance team, it's got to be a, you know, it's got to be a we deal there when it comes to that. All right, here's the third one. It, it, we want to um, we want to celebrate uh, what we would say frequently, and 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 I would even add to that when we when we define this in our training workshops and we talk to teams that are really trying to build community. One of the things we say is that, that, that the best leaders are the ones who are really building what we're talking about. They, they, they celebrate and grieve together. It's, it's, it's not just celebrating, but we, I wanted to remind you today, you got to celebrate people frequently. So is there some, something going on at work right now in your team? You, you know, who, who is it that needs uh, a word of encouragement what is it that your team has accomplished lately where you need to come back and say, you know what, we, we need to have a little party for that. We need to celebrate. There needs to be some high fives and needs to be um, just just some encouragement going on because it, it's really hard. Life is hard. Teams are hard. If we're not careful, we'll let, let that sort of dominate our thinking. And we, we'll just move from event to event or project to project and we'll never celebrate. So it's important for us to celebrate frequently. But when we define community, we say celebrate and grieve together. And there's an old saying that says, uh, weddings are optional, funerals are mandatory. I like that saying. It's a good reminder that it's it's while it might be hard to celebrate, we're saying today, sometimes it's, we, we take that for granted. It actually is easy to celebrate compared to uh, to what what requires to grieve with each other. And I guess I guess that that old saying, you know, weddings are optional. Anybody can be there when when times are good, but who's there for you when times are not so good? If you really want to have a high performance team, if you want to win at work, I would encourage you to be there for each other when when times are not so good. So who is it right now on your team that they're really struggling? Maybe outside of work, they've got a challenging situation, a relationship that's not going well. They've got a health challenge. They've got a, a challenge with an elderly parent. They, I mean, I don't know what it is, but you you know somebody right now who's struggling. And can you be there for them and and not just be there, but really grieve with them, really feel what they're feeling, have some empathy and and understand that, it, that what's going on with them is probably having an effect on them. And so I want to encourage you to really think about this idea of celebrating and grieving. All right, so we got three so far. We are, we're going to know each other deeply. We want to serve unconditionally, and then we want to celebrate frequently and grieve together all the time. We want to be there for each other when we need to be. And then the last one we say when we define community is, is and this is going to sound a little soft here, and maybe you're in a business setting or you're in a team setting, but but we want to love each other and and allow others to love us. So we want to love, and and we're loved when we are in a in a high performance culture, a high-performance team, there literally is love going on. There is something about that environment where we we know that those are the people that we can count on. And if you really want to win at work, you want to work in a place where you know the people around you, you can count on them. And they know that they can count on you. And so I don't want to, I don't want to just gloss over and say we can just serve each other and know each other and be there at weddings and funerals. And all. those things are great. 
And, and, and those are the ways really that love is demonstrated. I, I, I love the old Bible verse that says that God demonstrated his love for us in that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. It, it's Easter here. We just had Easter and, and we celebrated the death and resurrection of Jesus. If you're a, if you're a, uh, a Christ follower, and you're in the Christian faith, you know that that was a, that was a really important day. But I, I love that verse that says God demonstrated. God could have easily just said, hey, I love you guys, and you know that, that's great. And he's God. He can do what he wants to. But he demonstrated. He sacrificed himself, uh, so to speak, when, when he gave his son for us. And if you think about your, your team at work, what are you doing to sacrifice for those people around you where you do something and it's actually costing you something? You're not, you're not doing it to gain something. You can feel some of that in, in all these other three we've talked about, the, the know each other deeply. You're gonna, it's going to cost you some time, but you're going you're gonna to have so much uh, reward. If you sit there and you really listen to somebody's story, you're going to understand their perspective. You're going to understand their challenges. You're going to know how to help them and lead them better. Uh, it, the same thing is going to be true if you start serving people. It's going to cost you time, and it's going to it's going to cost you uh, your your effort and your humility. It may be a, a resource that you you know basically your money is coming out. I mean, I, there's all kind of ways we can serve people, and then to celebrate somebody else, it's 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 the rare leader who actually cheers for someone else who gets a promotion that they actually wanted themselves or they're able to push somebody else into the light instead of seeking out the limelight themselves. And so all these are demonstrations of love. And so do you have love in your workforce? It's it's typically not what we talk about here when we when we think about winning at work, but I'm telling you if you don't have a a, a an atmosphere or a culture of love, you are leaving results on the table. And yet if you are pursuing love, it really is not even about results. It's it's not. It, in, in fact, I would even say, if if it's all about the results, that that steps on love. And so, uh, love really creates a wonderful environment for results to happen. But we don't we don't you don't do love for. I mean, love you 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 really uh, you you really demonstrate love and you sacrifice for those around you. And when you do. It's, it's incredible what kind of environment that creates for others to really succeed. So if you really want to win at work this week, uh, I, I, I don't want you to forget. I mean, it's great to have great people on your team. We talked about that last week. Again, if you missed that, go back and check out our episode on talent. Uh, but I'm, I want to just really uh, push on you here. You're leaving something on the table if you don't have genuine community, if, you, if you're not doing everything you can to build community. And we do that by knowing deeply, by serving unconditionally, and ultimately – uh, by celebrating frequently that that creates this beautiful environment where we can love each other. When we have love on a team, it is amazing what happens. We really can move from being really good to that rare air of, of being a great high-performance team. So if you want to win at work this week, focus on your community. If you, you go build that. And all of you today have, have some things that have popped up in your mind here as you've listened You've got somebody right now that you you don't know like you should. I encourage you to go spend some time with them. Maybe somebody right now that you think of that I need to go serve them. They've done a lot for me. And I'm not doing it because they've done a lot for me, but I really want to go. And I, or maybe they've not done anything for me, but I really want to go and add value. Uh, maybe somebody needs to be celebrated this week. Uh, somebody needs to be grieved with. Somebody's going through something really hard. And ultimately, 
uh, you, you want to do everything you can to create just an overall atmosphere of love. If you'll do that, you're going to be well on your way to not only becoming a high-performance team, I think you're going to be well on your way to chasing greatness, which is what we're all about here. So let's go, let's go make our teams great this week. I, that'll be one of the things we can do to win at work. All right, love you guys. See you on Wednesday.